Welcome to the Both and Motherhood podcast, where we honor the duality of being called to both making a massive impact and income through your business and really deep present motherhood. I'm your host, Kim Filippo, and I'm a mom to two amazing boys and a business coach for other female-identifying humans who are or desire to become mothers who are ready to start stepping into the life that they feel called to live and embody this duality of being called to both. I'm so glad you're here. You ready? Let's get started. Today, I want to talk about balance. Is it a myth? Is it a real thing? And I know that as a mom, especially as a working mom, you've likely heard a lot of talk about this idea of balance. Some people say it doesn't exist. (laughs) Some people say, of course it does. And it's this holy grail that, you know, maybe you can get to someday or it's just easy or whatever. I've heard so many different facets of this. And I want to break down today what I believe around balance and why I started calling myself a business and balance coach. So I want to say off the bat that you get to have your own definition of balance right? Balance is not by definition any one set thing. So I do want to say, of course, that my version of balance does not mean that is necessarily your version of balance and you should and can get to all the things like find your version of balance. This is how I work with my clients to find their version, not my version, right? And here's how I describe it. Here's here's where I come in the balance game because I actually do believe there's such a thing as balance. To me, it's a feeling. It's a sense of overall peace and stability, maybe calm, you could use that word. No, that doesn't mean that we always feel balanced, right? That does not mean that I always feel calm and at peace and that things are balanced, right? It doesn't mean that I never feel stressed or overwhelmed. Of course I do. I've got kids, right? We've got a life, right? But when I'm in a sense of balance, I'm looking at and feeling like overall, a baseline feeling of contentment, of balance, of stability, of peace, right? When I feel stressed or overwhelmed and things don't go as planned, which is an awful fucking lot with kids, right? Like that feeling doesn't last long. It doesn't stay as my balance, right? Now I've been there where that was the baseline feeling and I always felt in survival mode. I had another episode about that. It didn't feel good, right? And what I hear from a lot of women, a lot of moms is the biggest thing is yes, you want to make more money. Yes, you want to run your business. Yes, you want to do all the beautiful things with your money. But overall, while you're doing it, the overarching thing I hear is that you want to feel peace and contentment and fulfillment and balance. You want to get to be there for your kids and your family and yourself and your friends and life, right? You want to have both. That's why I started this podcast, right? The Both and Motherhood podcast. So... Short answer is, I don't believe balance is a myth, but I do believe that it is subjective. And so here's what balance means in my book. Okay, actually, let's start with this. I want to start with, here's what balance doesn't mean in my book. Okay, balance to me does not mean that you always have equal time and attention on your family and your business. Like, that's just not fucking realistic, right? It's, it's, 
it was described to me once as kind of like a tightrope not in like, oh, you're about to fall into a pit kind of situation, but like, you know, when you're walking on a tightrope or, you know, you envision people walking on a tightrope. I've never done it myself, of course, or a balance beam, right? You're not steady the whole way through, right? You've, you, your balance tips, your center of gravity tips, and you've got to use your arms, right? To balance. And you go left a little bit and a little right a little bit as you bring your center of gravity in the middle. And that's how you stay balanced. And that's how you stay on the beam or the rope or whatever. That's like going a little bit left, going a little bit right. That's because sometimes your business needs you a little bit more and you've got something more urgent. Maybe you're launching something. Maybe you're um, just starting things up or maybe you've got a heavy project going on. And maybe that means that you need a little more support in, you know, your family side of things. Maybe you need to call in your partner or an in-law or family member or a babysitter or something to help with your kids. Maybe you need to, you know, whatever. For me, that might be like we're leaning more into screen time for a short term, et cetera, right? Because I need to focus in the short term on the business. Sometimes your family needs you more, right? And that happens a lot as a mom, right? Maybe your kids are sick or um, something's going on with your partner, but often it's like kids came home sick. There's a school holiday, yada, 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 right? And or as your kids are going through a thing, they're going through a moment. They had a rough night. They were up all night. They needed you. They had bad dreams, whatever. And that means that, you know, you're not going to have as much capacity for your business on those days. And that means that maybe you need to, you know, lighten some things up, get down to in those short term situations, just the bare minimum, <laughs> let some content stuff go or whatever. Just get your client work done, contact your clients and talk to them. Make sure you've had, if you've got boundaries in place that you can talk to them and be like, hey, this is going on and I need a little extra time or this is when it's going to happen or whatever, right? Of course, you're not going to have always equal time and attention on your family and your business. That's just not realistic. So knowing that it's flexible, right? But overall in this analogy, right? Metaphor, I always get those confused. Um, you know, overall, you're staying on the beam, right? You're staying on the tightrope, even though it's not static. That's how I feel at balance. Overall, you've still got a sense of, I've got this, I'm content. Overall, I feel like I can hold both. That's my sense of balance. Okay, so what it doesn't mean also is that you have to hold all the things alone. I think there is another... Hmm, I don't know. It's just bullshit, <laughs> I guess, out there that this idea of like women, especially moms, have to balance all the things. And that means we've got to hold, you know, what do they say? There are some things in our society that feel like we push us to expect us to hold. What do they say? Um, bring home the bacon and fry it up in a pan and look good doing it and all the things, right? Like there are a lot of societal pressure expectations on us, but that's not real life, right? So this doesn't mean that you have to hold all the things to have balance, that you have to be expected to be the primary parent or the default parent and do all the housework and make your partner happy and keep your friendships going and keep your kids' social lives going and all the things and be part of the PTA and go to the school functions and volunteer in your kid's class and run a six-figure, multi-six-figure business and all the things, right? And somehow manage to exercise and sleep. Fuck no. Like, no. <laughs> Nobody can hold all the things at once. We can't do it, right? Um, and then the other thing that balance does not mean in my book, again, like I said, is that you never feel stress or that things aren't like things are hard because, yeah, there's going to be some days, even when you overall have a sense of balance, when things feel like they fucking suck 
and you know, you're stressed or that things are hard, right? Sometimes, you know, maybe a client leaves um, with short notice and you've got to pivot a little bit and maybe your kids are sick again or like a friend of mine just said um, the other day, her kid just walked in from the bus and puked all over the floor and she's got a business too and like, okay, pivoting, right? Obviously, there are moments when things don't feel great and peaceful and balanced. So just making that clear that this is not what balance means, right? What balance does mean, in my opinion, again, this is in my opinion. And if you have a different definition or the same, like if anything resonates with you or if you'd like to add anything to this or change anything, I'd love to have a conversation with you. So please, please, please send me a DM. Let's chat about it because I'd love to hear what you think about balance. I think it's more of like this resilience, this like, mm, I think it's more of like, Again, it's the stability, right? This this feeling like you get to have both of what you want. You get to have the both and of motherhood and entrepreneurship and that you know that you've got this and you can shift and adjust. But overall, you've got the both and, right? It means to me that you overall feel happy with what your life looks like and how your work fits into that. I don't like the idea of work-life balance because that makes it sound like life is something outside of your business or outside of work. And I mean, I do sometimes slip and say that term sometimes, but I think that this is all part of your life, right? If you're here, you're probably, you've probably heard called a heart-centered entrepreneur, right? Here, you're here to make money, to make impact, to help people to do things that light you up and make you feel like you outside of motherhood. Also to make change and grow and heal and be a really present parent, right? Changing generational patterns, right? There's a lot going on there. And again, like life is all of it, right? So I'm looking at life balance. How does work fit into that? How does family fit into that? How does self-care and partner? There's so many roles there, right? So you're overall feeling happy with what it looks like and how your work fits into it. An overall sense of peace and stability. And another thing that balance means to me is that you're boundaried and you prioritize self-care and your own peace and mental health because that is the core piece of this sense of balance. Doesn't make it easy. Took me a long time to get here. But it really, really helps. So this brings me on to the next piece that I want to talk about. Okay. How the fuck do you get a sense of balance? If right now you feel like you can't even imagine what that feels like and you're thinking, Kim, this is bullshit. Um, okay. So here's what I do. If you want to start improving your sense of balance, the feeling of balance. Okay. First, I want you to take a pulse check of how your overall life feels now. You can just be like, make note of like what feels great, what feels, what doesn't feel good, what feels off. You can go on like a one to 10 scale of one is like, needs a lot of help and it feels really shitty right now. 10 feels amazing. You can look at like with that scale of like overall motherhood, work, other responsibilities you have, whatever feels good there. But overall, you're taking a big picture view of like, how are you feeling now? And then I want you to get really curious about what you think that balanced feeling might look like for you. No pressure here to know 
know the exact answer because we can never know until we actually get there, right? I've helped clients with this where we think, well, if I had this, if I had, you know, this many hours a week or only this many clients or this much money coming in or I was with my kids this many days or I only worked three days a week or whatever, then I'd feel balanced. And then you get there and it doesn't quite feel that way because it, it, it's more than just the schedule, but you've got to have a starting place, right? Because you never know until you try and then we tweak. And then we try and then we tweak and we figure out what's going on. And to get there, then you want to take a pulse on what you feel you need support with to get that sense of balance, to get to that place where you can at least take another pulse check and see how things are going. Is it getting better? Is it getting worse? What needs to tweak? So does that look like setting firmer boundaries with your clients and yourself around work? This is a big one and I'm not saying it's easy. I'm here to support you if you need it. Because I know it's easy to just say set boundaries. And for those of us that were never really taught boundaries or taught that boundaries were unsafe, it's hard. I know that. And I will say from experience, setting boundaries with clients is an easier starting place than, for example, setting boundaries with a spouse or family members. But it's a good starting place. But sometimes it's setting boundaries with ourselves, right? I've had clients who come to me working all the time, feeling they're working all the time, nights, evenings, mornings, weekends, and they feel like they're just resenting work. And even though they love their business when they started it, and then, you know, but they really want to be present on the weekends for their kids, et cetera, or they want to not be working after the kids are off of school, et cetera. And the first step here, the, the deepest part, yes, we can set boundaries with clients, but you kind of have to set that boundary with yourself too and just be like, okay, this is a non-negotiable for me, right? I'm not going to work on the weekends unless I want to, or I'm not going to work after the kids get home from school unless I want to, or I'm going to make sure that I'm available and not scheduling work when I take my kids to their sports activities or whatever that is. Now, that is not to say that balance means that you never work the weekends or you never work nights or you never work mornings or you you know never do all those things because it's up to you. For me, balance means that I get the flexibility to choose. And most of the time, I don't work nights because it doesn't work well with my brain. Um, Sometimes I do work mornings. I often do work a little bit on the weekends, but that allows me to stop work unless I want to when the kids are off of school. And sometimes I work when they're home. And, you know, it's really just about like me having the choice. So I just want to make that clear. (laughs) But these are just examples from some clients that I've had. If you're really strongly feeling like balance for you would be working only four days a week or three days a week, then you need to start with practicing setting that boundary as a non-negotiable, and then we work around it. How do we work your business into that time frame? Or if it's, I only have this many hours to work, or whatever it is, how do we work around what you need, right? Again, come talk to me if you need help with this. I'm here for you. We can hop on a free coaching call and start from there. Now, you can set boundaries with clients. Um, and honestly, I find that this, I've helped clients with this, where it's more for you than for them oftentimes, especially around communication. The biggest piece I've seen clients get tripped up here is not setting clear expectations with their clients around communication times. And so feeling like they have to be in the stuff all the time, in Slack, in Messenger, in email, having, actually, that's another thing, having... <laughs> Communications in all the different channels, some in Voxer, some in email, some in instant messenger, some in text. And feeling like if you don't get back to them immediately, then they're going to think you're horrible and leave, right? 
our brain goes to some crazy places. And so setting an expectation with clients of, I'll get back to you within 24 hours or 48 hours or whatever you need. Um, Setting an expectation of all of our communication is going to be here. Whatever you need. I've never, ever, ever had a client myself in the done for you space or the coaching space or had a client who was a coaching client um, have a problem and have somebody come back and say like, no, I need you to be available immediately. Usually they're okay. And all of my clients have just had this like (sighs) breath of like, okay, I don't have to be on all the time. I don't have to have notifications on. I don't have to, you know, be in there immediately, you know, respond immediately. Yeah. Okay. Let's start there. Okay. Maybe this, um, support you might need in cleaning up the systems or processes in your business because it's taking a lot of mental energy. Maybe it is uh, support with family or kid commitments. Maybe it's boundaries around family and kid commitments. <laughs> um, again, you do not have to say yes to every invitation to a party or invitation to volunteer in the school or go on a field trip or whatever just because you work from home. I could talk on that forever. Maybe this is support or some boundaries with your partner or, you know, like I need this time to work. Sometimes this is something that I do see for those of us that work from home, especially if we have a partner or family who does not have their own business and does not work from home. Sometimes people don't get it and they feel like they kind of treat us like, well, you know, you know, this little thing going on and like, well, you're home. So, you know, basically like, it wasn't important, more like it's a hobby rather than a business. And so maybe you felt that way. Sometimes we do have to stand up and say, hey, hey, like I need this time or I need, you know, if my door's closed in my office, then I need you to not bug me unless it's an emergency or whatever. I don't know. There's so many different, like I don't do that in my house because I don't, right now I'm working in my kitchen slash dining room slash office. Um, and I've worked from my bedroom before, but like these are things that I've seen clients and colleagues do before. So just some examples. Maybe you might need some support with unpacking and working through mom guilt. Totally here for that. This is something I've worked through. I've helped other clients work through. It is not easy, but it is doable. And that's an energy leak, right? This is part of um, a lot of what I talk about is to get to the sense of balance, we've got to close some leaks. Usually so there's energy leaks, which are related to time leaks. And then those lead to money leaks, right? So maybe you also maybe need to spend some time decluttering your space. That's an energy leak. That's not something thing people think a lot about when they think of balance. They think of time and schedules, right? But and to get that overall sense of balance and peace when our external situation is all cluttered and or we've got toys all over our workspace or whatever, it really makes it hard for our body to relax and to feel that sense of balance. Now, that's a constant battle in my home. I've got kids. If you've got kids, which is why you're here, you probably resonate. All we can do is our best, right? But at least your workspace, like maybe you just need to spend some time occasionally decluttering it or bringing some pleasure in, maybe some flowers or a candle or some lotion you like. I actually have a like little bar of soap that's um, like lavender and rosemary that I never use for soap. I just, I just like to smell it, <laughs> especially when I'm feeling a little bit frazzled. It just brings me back into my body. So that's one thing. Maybe it looks like hiring support to take some things off of your plate. Maybe that's in your business. Maybe that's at home. 
if you have the capacity to do that. But yeah, think about, is there something else that you feel you need support with? Do you need to hire a coach to help you work through this stuff and the mindset stuff? Do you need to start seeing a therapist? Like, what do you need? What support do you need for this? And underneath all of that, the last thing is I want you to learn to get familiar with the sensations in your body, which is different than how you're feeling, right? Because you can say, I'm feeling anxious or I'm feeling worried or I'm feeling stressed or I'm feeling overwhelmed or I'm feeling sad. But for me, the deeper part here is learning to get familiar with the sensations in my body. Like my shoulders are tight and up towards my ears or I'm taking shallow breaths or I feel heat in my chest or my belly feels queasy or tight or my throat feels heavy. There's so many different things, right? Or I'm not, I'm noticing that I'm really not noticing anything in my body and I'm really up in my head and I'm feeling really distracted and, you know, I'm having a hard time focusing. Those kind of things can be sensations going on in your body when you're feeling not in balance, when you're feeling dysregulated and then also learning to get familiar with the sensations in your body when you are feeling a sense of balance, when you are feeling regulated. That might feel like a sense of calm, a sense of like heaviness, like a solid grounded heaviness, like maybe in your legs or your back. Maybe your shoulders are relaxed and soft and leaned back. Maybe you're noticing you're taking deeper breaths. Maybe you're noticing a sense of like a pleasant sense of warmth in your chest or your belly or even like (laughs) pelvic bowl sometimes like believe it or not well like like for me that's where I feel (laughs) it could be whatever it could be a sense of groundedness in your feet what does that feel like right and then learn some tools to regulate your nervous system to bring yourself back to those sensations of regulation if you're feeling dysregulated you can do this by learning some tools to resource. You can work with a coach. You know, this is this is one of my specialties and one of the things I love to do. Resourcing yourself means like bringing yourself back to regulation, right? Bringing yourself back to a sense of balance or stability, right? It can be going out and being in nature. It can be taking a few minutes to be alone <laughs> and quiet, putting in some noise-canceling headphones, Maybe smelling something that smells good, like my soap or essential oils or a candle. Maybe talking to a friend. Maybe hitting a pillow. Maybe painting. Yoga. That's a big one for me. Could be working out, meditation, putting your, like, focusing on your feet, putting your hands on the ground, taking a, like, five-minute walk and getting really present and noticing, like, every little thing you can see or feel or touch. Maybe that's gardening or journaling or holding some ice cubes. A lot of people talk about ice baths, face dunk in ice water. I haven't tried that myself, but some people find that helpful. Maybe that's breath work. Maybe it's dancing. Lots of different ideas. But these things, in my experience, work together. Learning how to be in tune with our body and our nervous system and how to bring it back to regulation is like the baseline of that overall sense of balance. And then also the practical pieces about making sure that you're closing energy leaks and you're setting boundaries where you need to and fitting your work and responsibilities into the life that you want to have. So all that to say, 
I hope that this was helpful. And again, if you'd like support with this, I'd love, love, love to help you. I'd love to talk with you. There's a link in the show notes where you can book a free 45 minute coaching call with me and you'll leave with clarity on the most impactful shift that you can make in your business or maybe your life if that's part of it, what's going on to get you that sense of overall balance and peace that you're craving so that you can be making more money and more impact with your business and being there for your kids and yourself and your partner and what else you want to do. So if you have any questions, any Thing you want to add to this conversation i'd love to have it send me a dm on instagram and i will see you next week thank you so much for listening to this episode if you loved it it would mean the world to me if you'd share it with a friend and leave a rating or review for me in apple podcasts or spotify so more mamas can find this podcast make sure you hit that follow button in your favorite podcast player so you don't miss an episode see you next week love ya